Welcome to Titanium, the intersex podcast. This is Series 2, Living and Leaving Psychosis. Thanks to MC Counselling, addiction counselling for the globe. Now, Leaving Psychosis. Being intersex hasn't changed my life. It's made me understand my life differently and pose deeper questions, which we'll get into soon. I spent four weeks in bed coming down from my now many years of using MDMA non-stop. I was on antipsychotic medication which destroyed any feelings I had, allowing my mind to rest and for me to sleep. Just that I'd felt at the psychiatric ward, all I could do was eat and go to the bathroom. Doing anything else was not an option. Then I made the decision I was going to get back into counselling like I had been planning to do for quite some time. I applied for a few jobs with no luck, and with that, again, losing any sense of self or self-esteem I had. Until an employment agency called me and offered me a role with a telco on the phones selling. I was so excited, I was back, and I was also decided to do something about my weight and started light and easy. The role was difficult to say the least, however a game changer that I was now selling technology that during my psychosis had scared me almost to death. I really did feel I had come a long way, talking about this technology and now selling it. I'd also start the same day that a friend from a previous sales role started. He knew my past and I didn't want this telco knowing. I for their first time wasn't paranoid and felt rather content. There was no way I could sell 1500 bucks worth of products per day, but I was cool with that. I'd never in my 10 years in sales made commission. What I did do, however, was learn the most I'd ever had to learn about people and connection over the phone from my previous life as a radio announcer, where my callers on the radio was my biggest asset, according to content directors at the time. I felt very comfortable and I was back employed. I was slowly getting my life back on track. I even started working on a drop shipping business with this friend, which didn't make any money. However, I felt important to have a project outside of work and to keep my mind active as to not get sidetracked and go back into old ways. I'd spend my time at work or at this friend's house, meaning I was spending less time at my mother's, which was a good thing. It was pretty obvious the time had come to move out, but I still liked and wanted the comfort of no bills and no responsibility. I was just getting comfortable and this would be short-lived as this particular workplace was to close and I'd have to find another job. I did for the same telco at a different location. This time round, the crew were a tight-knit group who were all 20 years younger than me. It was challenging to deal with the new systems that locked me out every 10 minutes due to security. Also dealing with customers face-to-face opposed to on the phone and irate customers at that. I felt hopeless, useless and came to the realisation that parts of my memory had gone, which was really scary. Or was it the way that millennials don't explain but do things you've asked them to show you so you were never left understanding what you asked for help with in the first place? I mean, it does, even for me, get frustrating when I'm trying to do something 
and I can't do it. Working with a whole team who were 20 years younger than me taught me a lot about myself. It turned out to be one of the biggest learnings of my life, in amongst the insecurities I'd feel about myself every day. It's my best example of making the uncomfortable comfortable, one of the biggest teachings in MC Counselling. It's like saying to every good thing that'll happen, there's going to be something negative, or if there is something that you don't like, make it something you do like. I wish I had that learning many years ago. However, the space wasn't there to allow that. That requires an enormous amount of self-love and self-worth, two elements of life that are hard to achieve when I'd never liked, let alone loved myself. Earlier in my time at this telco, I had a photo taken that was then changed me from a man to female. It was so real, like really, really real. I still don't know, even to this day, if that was the time something clicked for me. It would take until November 2019 for me to visit a place that my mother used to visit as a kid with her family. In fact, a place that many people would visit during school holidays as kids living in Gippsland, Victoria, Australia. I remember driving down this road that had the most stunning amount of natural vegetation and this complete calmness about it. I kept driving and arrived in sea spray. This was paradise. I instantly felt a connection. I parked at the end of the road, which was the entrance to Merriment Creek, that depending on the weather would run into the 90 mile beach, one of only three uninterrupted beaches in the world. To add to it, there was no one there. It was empty. How could such a beautiful part of nature be empty? I've always loved the beach, but being so self-conscious of my overweight body, never wanting to swim, let alone surf and take my shirt off in front of the beautiful people with the beautiful bodies, I walked along that beach and was speechless. This was paradise. I then walked up to the Sea Spray Surf Lifesaving Club and there was a newish building and a restaurant. The thing I couldn't understand was why every second property was for sale and apparently had been for many years. Today, everything is sold with little to no properties available. I was told there nothing ever really goes up or rarely sells in Sea Spray. I'd also be told that the owners of 16 Ellen Avenue Sea Spray were very picky with their tenants due to what I would discover later to be a young woman with medium to severe mental health conditions, which, looking back to the reports, appeared to be psychosis and had caused dramas to this sleepy town with AVOs out against her from a number of former residents. I'd been a homeowner with an investment property for six years until I sold Warrigal and moved in with Mum. I've got no rental history, I'll never get this place. I had a look and fell in love with it straight away. It wasn't the beach house mansion or the Balmoral or Balmain middle class suburbs I was brought up in Sydney. In fact, it was completely the opposite. It wasn't making the uncomfortable comfortable, this was comfortable. I put the application in and was accepted and moved in on Australia Day 2020, the final weekend of what is the final weekend of peak activity in Seaspray, a bit like the peak snow periods here in Australia. I showed the kids, 
that's what I would call my telco workmates the place, and they were definitely not impressed. Why would they be? They were young, with dreams much bigger than sea spray. I moved in and found it hard to organise the space. I again felt my mind had been greatly affected from my previous drug use. I deal with work for the day and then go to the beach and go for a swim. This was paradise. This was the second and third part of alignment. A Pisces in the water, healing body and soul. With healing comes growth, with growth comes love. Comparison goes out the window. I learned to like me and do things, activities that fed my soul. I lost 24 kilos without trying. I felt amazing exercising every day and basically cut out eating. I began to understand how skinny people felt, watching everything they ate and drank. It caused anxiety to a degree I'd never experienced anxiety before. I took the most amount of selfies I'd ever taken in my life on the beach. I was living my best life. I walked for hours on that beach. I talked to myself like I hadn't done in years. And I made a decision to start a counselling service on the beach. So I started to organise this while still working at the telco. My birthday was coming up and I thought, let's have a housewarming party, celebrate my birthday and launch what you know today as MC Counselling, five days before Victoria went into lockdown. I was lucky to begin with, my telco would be classed as essential service, and of course JobKeeper would come in, with only a few customers actually coming in, meaning my hours there were reduced, still getting the same pay every week. How could COVID-19 be aligning again with my purpose? I now had more time to spend setting up MC counselling with not an idea in the world what I was doing. However, keeping really focused and away from the anxiety, depression and other mental health conditions the world would begin to experience. It was like I'd been given another chance to start again with many previously successful people now experiencing the beginnings of what we see in the world today. It was At this time that I decided to tackle the issues that had plagued me for over 20 years with addiction, I decided to make an appointment with my doctor and bring out into the open my darkest, most embarrassing part of me. The part that I would get so very wasted with every partner I'd had in my life in an attempt to avoid sex. I went to the doctor and the rest, well, I spoke about in a previous episode. MC Counselling's foundation is about love, love of communication, connection and community. So that brings us to the way we look at the true meaning of love. So what is the true meaning of love? The true meaning of love is when you don't want to, but still do. The true meaning of love is when a person puts their life on hold for another. The true meaning of love is when you've never experienced love before and you still emulate love. The true meaning of love is a fairy tale. It's a fairy tale we've developed in our own minds from movies, from our parents, from our friends. The true meaning of love is not a connection to another person, but a connection to self. The true meaning of love is a spirit, it's an atom. 
The true meaning of love is how you define your world. The true meaning of love is how you interact with the world and how the world responds to you. The true meaning of love is to watch someone you care for or have cared for develop, change, make mistakes and still be present in their lives physically or spiritually. The true meaning of love is inside of you. It is you. For me, the best example of true love is my mum, who during her life wasn't shown love, but loved in the way she believed it to be. That true meaning of love is what we as children experience until we develop our own sense of love that redefines the definition that was given to us as children. This is the love that we then pass on. True love is what you share it to be with the people closest to you. True love is you. There's no reason to not love you. Sexuality, how you define yourself, is no one else's business but yours. Unless, of course, you choose to share it on a podcast like this. Love you because you are you, and no one can ever take that away from you. To my mum, Jill, you demonstrate true love to me in all that you do for me, in the rollercoaster story of my life that has resulted in many of your friends leaving you. And although you don't say it, that's your identity of love. However, I do. So, Mum, I love you. And it's an honour to dedicate my podcast, Titanium, the Intersex Podcast, to you. I'm Mike Carroll. Thanks for listening. Titanium, the intersex podcast leaving psychosis. Proudly presented by MC Counseling with production from Jared Aviat and voiceover Nathan Gardner.